Hello and welcome to the Mind Money Soul podcast. I am your host, Laura Ann Moore. I'm a money and mindset coach and financial well-being speaker, and my mission is to help you feel good about money and learn how to use money as a tool to live your best life and work towards financial freedom, whatever that means to you. Every week, I explore the emotional, practical, and spiritual sides of money. So if you're ready to get financially confident, grow your money, and achieve your big life goals, then you're in the right place. Change your mindset, grow your money, feed your soul. Let's go. Hello, and welcome to episode two of the Mind, Money, Soul podcast. And in this episode, I'm going to share with you what I learned when I was saving money and the story on how I saved £15,000 within three years. And I'm going to share all my top tips and tricks. Now, this story is so much more than just the money that I saved. It is about the mindset, the skill, (laughs) the habit, all of that that I learned from the process. So first up, let's talk about what the story is behind me saving that £15,000. Now, in the introduction, like trailer episode for this podcast, I sort of like explained a little bit about it. But if you haven't listened to it, I'm going to give you give you the story again. But basically, I wanted to go to drama school to act from a really young age. I was like, going to be Kate Winslet in Titanic 2. It was ultimate goals. I mean, that was from about the age of 11, actually. Before that, I wanted to be a marine biologist, but that's not part of the story. (laughs) So I wanted to be an actress and I knew that I wanted to go to drama school, not university. And drama school isn't cheap. It's like £15,000 per year just for the tuition fee, let alone the cost of living in London, let alone the, the other two years. You go for three years, like university. And at the point that I went, it wasn't... Um, now you can basically get funding for it like you do university. But at the time I wanted to go, like 10 years ago, I feel old. Um, it was, yeah, I had to pay for it myself. I did not come from a family that had money. There was not an option for me to ask my mum and dad to fund it for me. They couldn't afford it. So I was like, I knew that I had to do it myself. I was like, girl, if you want something, you're going to have to go and get it. And I had never had that amount of money. You know, it's not something that even felt realistic. But the goal and the dream was so powerful and intense for me. I didn't give a fuck. I was like, I'm going to do it. So when I I finished my A-levels and I straight away went and got my first ever full-time job, I was an account executive for a marketing company in Stevenage. And before you ask me, like, did I know what it was or how to do it? Honestly, I was working at Beefeater as a waitress and I just was looking on like job seekers and just found this job and I was like yeah I reckon I could do that I just I just had that kind of like yeah all right let's just see what happens I'll just apply for it um and I think the starting salary was about twelve thousand pounds a year and I remember like coming out onto the bar talking to all the locals at the pub and being like oh your gals just like applied for this job and it's twelve thousand pounds a year I thought it was like the most amount of money and I remember them being like (laughs) 12,000 pounds, that's not a lot. And I was like, you don't tell me how much it is. Like, this is good for me. So I chose to ignore them and I got the job, which was cool. 
And yeah, I then basically, that is when I went on my journey of saving because I had this big goal. Now, the prerequisites to this is I was still living at home in Stevenage. And if I'm honest, I think that my like bills or rent was like £100. I think I gave my mum like £100. Um, I did buy my own food, like my own groceries. And um, I had a car for like a chunk of the time, paid my own phone bill. So I was paying my own way. Like I had bills that had to come out of that money. However, you know, not as many bills as I have now as an adult. Um, You know, they were relatively low. But the goal that I had about drama school was so important to me. And I just, I, I just put my eyes on the target. And after those three years, by the time that I was 22... I had the £15,000 saved and oh, it felt amazing. It was so monumental for me. But that kind of brings me on to tip number one, which is about creating financial goals. When you want to save money or you want to save not even a big amount of money, just any amount of money, have a goal in mind of what you're going to use that money for or what that money is going to bring you. Now, The reason why this is so important is because it keeps you motivated. And when you have an emotional pull towards something, it's going to keep you on track. It's going to be the thing that when you're stuck between that kind of pull of like, oh, do I just spend money on this big thing right now? Or do I put money and save money towards this big thing? If you have an emotional pull to what you're saving towards, you're more likely to pick saving over spending. When you're just saving for the sake of it or just saving just because you're told you should, it's harder to pick the saving over the immediate gratification of buying things in the now. Now, don't get me wrong, I was still living my best life. I still went on holiday, a holiday, like a girly holiday every year with the girls. I still would go out for dinner. Um, One thing that I absolutely didn't spend money on was clothes. Like I didn't care about fashion. I was buying like secondhand stuff, hand-me-downs. I was re-wearing clothes. Um, That was something I really didn't care about. And I know that that had an impact, but I was just picking what I valued and I valued um, experiences with my friends. So I made sure that I could still afford to do both. But there was stuff that I missed out on naturally. Um, And having this goal, yeah, made such a difference. Now you can set a financial goal in multiple ways, but when you're setting a goal specifically for a thing, so a holiday, a trip, to quit your job, to whatever it is where you need a chunk of cash, more than it's going to cost just from coming out of one paycheck, you want to feel about the emotion around it. Now at the time for me, drama school, I was like, this is the start of my career. I'm going to have the best experience. I'm going to get to act and sing all day. Like it was so exciting for me. I just had my heart set on it. So when you're thinking about saving for a future goal, that is, you just want to think about your why and create that emotional motivation. So that's basically, um, yeah, the first tip is like create a financial goal that you have an emotional pull towards that you know is going to motivate you. Now, this brings me on to my next tip, which is probably my most favorite practical money saving tip. And that is pay yourself first. So every payday, you want to basically have a money date with yourself. And that's basically where you sit down with your money, you wine and dine it, you look over what's happened last month, you look at what's coming up for the month ahead, and you decide what you're doing with your money. 
Within that, you want to pay yourself first. Now, I have a freebie that you can download all about um, having a money date with yourself. So I can put the link in the show notes. But part of this paying yourself first is basically putting money towards your financial goals, whether that is saving, investing, clearing debt, whatever that is, it's you're choosing to not just spend your money in the now, in that month, you're choosing to spend your money on future you. So that is so important because when we have a bunch of money, our brain will want to spend what is there. So instead of spending first and saving what is left over, which I think we all know that doesn't always usually happen, you get to the end of the month and you go, I don't really know where my money is. So you save first and spend what is left over. And that is the process of paying yourself first. And for me, that was one of the biggest reasons I was able to save so much money. Every month I would get paid from my job. I would create a budget so I knew like what I had to spend money on. I would pick how much I wanted to put into my savings, which did change monthly depending on like what was going on. And I would spend and track what was left over. Paying yourself first is key. Key practical tip there for you for you guys. Um, so this brings me on to tip number three. What you want to do is build a savings mindset. Now, a savings mindset is believing that you actually can save the money that you want to save. You have to believe in yourself. You have to believe that you're capable of attracting and holding on to and growing a certain amount of money. If you don't believe in yourself, then no one else is going to believe in you. And how are you even going to get to the goal that you want to get to? If you create a goal and you say, I want £10,000 so I can go traveling, but there is a part of you inside that's going, you're never going to be able to save that money. You failed at saving before. You suck at budgeting. You ne- that you don't deserve that amount of money. That's like the little evil person like, on your shoulder going, hey. Um, if you listen to that voice and you leaning to that side, you're never going to believe you can truly get there. And you won't. So what you want to basically do is change your mindset, reprogram your beliefs and start to believe that you can actually save money. And you can start to do this by using affirmations and like positive language to teach yourself that you can save. So the way that I like to do it when I work one to one with clients is around starting small and building it up. Now, when you create a financial goal and it's the top of the staircase, right, the £10,000, You go, oh my God, right now I have zero, like £10,000 is so much. Well, just putting £1 away, well, you're one small step like towards the goal. Yes, if you did £1 every month, it would take you an extremely long time, but it's a start and you like build the momentum. And the way that you bolster that up is with using language that's really positive and powerful. For example, saying things like, I believe I am capable of saving or saving money comes easily to me. Now, the point of using affirmations is that you start to um, use this language that makes you feel something inside, it makes you feel good about what you're doing. And then as you take small little inspired steps, you then go, oh, So what I am saying is true. So then you say it again, you take a bit more action and it sort of snowballs in a positive way. So if going from feeling like you're really shit at saving to being like number one top saver is too big of a jump, just start small and be like, I am learning how to save and allow yourself the space to make mistakes, but to start the process. And 
that, the language that you use and the way that you talk about your saving is going to be so, so important. And for me, I didn't really realize that I'd been talking to myself about it and I would notice and I start like as I kind of reflected on it and when I went on after um so basically I spent all of that 15,000 pounds traveling um not not going to drama school and then when I came back I decided I wanted to resave that money so I ended up saving another 20 grand but I was I really realized how much I was like, oh my God, I'm so capable of doing it because I'd already done it. So when I thought about the first time I'd saved that money, I was like, what was I telling myself then? Now, obviously I couldn't go back in time with a time machine to like listen to the thoughts that I was saying, but I do remember this sense of like trust in myself because every month that I spent an hour looking over my finances and paying myself first, it was like another vote towards the person that I wanted to be, which was a saver. So that's where the mindset and the language and the small inspired action steps are so important. And then finally, the last tip, which is another practical tip, is track your progress. How are you going to know if you're actually saving money if you're not tracking your progress and where you're going? So there's a few different ways that you can do this. I like to use visual trackers so that you actually know what is going on. So every time that you, every month that you have a money date, you have a section where you're tracking how much you're saving and towards your goal and how far you've got left to go. It's the same as if you're clearing debt or if you're investing, whatever you're working towards, how close are you and what is the progress that you've made? Because if you're not happy with the progress that you're making and you're reflecting going, oh, I wish I was further ahead, it allows you to be like, okay, what do I need to do differently? What do I need to change up to feel good about the progress? Is there anything that's within my control or am I just being a little bit impatient and I'm doing the absolute best I can do right now? And visual trackers can be anything from like a printout where you like color in different boxes. It can be like on a spreadsheet where you track how much you put away every month, whatever works for you. Um, But something visual can be really, really great. You could even actually put on your phone, on your notepad, like I've got so many notes, but you could have a note that's saying how much you're saving each month and how much is left to your goal. And that is just going to really motivate you as you see the gap between where you're at and where you want to be like close down. And yeah, so tracking your progress is really, really key. So to round up on all of the tips and the things I feel that helped me the most to save £15,000, they are tip number one, create financial goals that you have an emotional connection and give you motivation and a reason to save. Tip number two, pay yourself first. So every payday or every month, have a money date and look at the budget that you're creating for the month ahead, move money over towards your financial goals first, and then spend what is left over. Tip number three, build a savings mindset. So use affirmations and positive or neutral language to build up this trust and belief in yourself that you can save the money that you want saved. And tip number four, track your progress. So use visual aids and trackers to help you see how you are doing and how close you're getting to your goal. Now, all four of those things were so important for me. And I learned a lot from the first time that I saved. And then when I saved that second round, so the 20,000 pounds, 
I learned a bunch of new stuff and it's all about learning what works for you, implementing these tips and see how to make them work for you and like celebrating the wins. If you're working towards a big goal, each time you're getting closer, celebrate and congratulate yourself. Don't obviously spend all the money that you've saved just to celebrate because that's a little bit counterintuitive, but really try to enjoy the process as you get excited about what you're working towards. So I hope that you have enjoyed this episode and I would love to know your thoughts on it. And you can come and share that with me on either Instagram or LinkedIn. Literally just type in Laura Ann Moore and hopefully I'll pop up somewhere. Or you can drop me an email and all of the info. So like the money date checklist freebie download link, (laughs) it's a mouthful, will be in the show notes. And yeah, remember your money mindset is the foundation to your financial freedom. Thank you and have a lush, lush day.